we are close to Six Flags uh, and Six Flags over Georgia, which we're about two and a half mm, hours away. Yeah. I love Six Flags. I think it's a it's a it's a cheesy park. It's a coaster park. They don't care about theming. Mm-hmm. It's almost like like a county fair that stays in one place. <laughs> um, I've been to a Six Flags. Coasters are fantastic. One, but... I love the coasters, and they try to theme out some. I mean, there's like a yeah. whole DC world, and and I, I got to think that that they're so angry that they DC sold their stuff to to um uh, to Six Flags when Marvel was they were bo- they were both going bankrupt in the 90s and so they were doing whatever yeah. they could and so that's when Marvel sold some like sold Spider-Man to Sony and they sold Fantastic yeah. Four X-Men to Fox and Disney finally bought theirs and and DC's probably like man we could have a Superman coaster in friggin Universal what the crap and so we said we got one in Atlanta Georgia Lady and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Logical Podcast. Oh. Uh, Welcome back to the Main Street Logical Podcast. I am Dave, and that is Jen. We're here to chat about hey. Disney and travel and fun stuff and blah, 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 blah. Uh, we have got a great little episode here because we've never done a question and answer. We've never done a Q&A from the listeners. Um, so I've been compiling we? questions. Oh, we did I one like I early on, ever... didn't did we? we? I thought we won. One. one. Anyway, I've got some questions here from listeners. Some of these date back like a year to a year and a half. Oh, so oops. I went back and somebody was asking about yeah. like like Thanksgiving dining in like 2020. And I was like, well, or 2021. I'm like, well, maybe we'll not get to that one. But we do have a list of questions here. that I think will be 2023. <laughs> well, we'll get there. But first, Jen, how did you do Disney this week? Oh, gosh. Okay. So this week I Disneyed by beginning to get together. Well, because I'm leaving as of the show, I'm leaving in like three days for Disney. Mm-hmm. So I'm gathering. I'm doing my gathering thing right. for packing. Right. You know, and it, you take obviously several days to pack. I pack the morning of. I know that I've stressed you and Heather both out. I'm like, yeah, I leave for the airport in an hour and I'm not quite done packing. Yet. No, you were like, like, it's 30 <laughs> minutes and I've got to go and I have nothing in a suitcase. I can't. I can't. Well, no. OK, so the thing is, I no. do Mm-mm. start piling clothes up like on the dresser. I kind of have a pile of clothes. So it's not a matter of walking around folding stuff like I just pick the piles up, put them in the suitcase. But, you know, I got to figure out what, what to wear on what day. I've got all the shirts to wear. I can't. You know, so there is some of that. There is some of that. So it stresses me the heck out. So Disney and Lego have this thing where they release those like these like $10 mini kits and they've done it like all oh, along yeah, maybe yeah, a couple yeah. of times a year. I've got a little mini ad ad. I've got a little mini Mandalorian ship. Well, I just got the brand new released slave one. It's a Bubba Fett. Ship. Oh yep, my gosh. Yep. It's 87 <laughs> pieces. It came in the mail yesterday from Amazon. It was $9.97. I'm so excited. I did this in probably 25 minutes, which is just so fun. And now I can be like pew, pew, pew at my desk. Whenever there are meetings going on and I'm not paying attention, I can just, you know, play with the Legos. Um, which, by the way, I do have a Haunted Mansion Lego set. The mini, the, the Haunted Mansion. The, mm-hmm. like, it's a mini set, but it's not, it's kind of big, actually. Uh, and I'm only putting it together during our agency meetings. That's that's the goal. So it's sitting on my desk. It's, it's one third completed. Next time we I'm have agency you're paying meeting. attention to me. Yeah. Are you the one leading the meetings? Okay. I'm oh sorry. Gosh, I didn't. Somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I work on Legos during the meetings and I do pay attention, but it's kind of a mindless, like something to fidget with my hands while I'm listening to the meetings. And unless I'm really concentrating on the instructions, which sometimes you're like, okay, what piece is that? Where does that be? Okay. Um, 
I'm sorry, you call it what? He's talking? What? So there is some of that. <laughs> so next time you ask a random question that I just answered, I'm going to be like, okay, which Lego set are you working on? Haunted Mansion. I mean, I did. I have a, I have a mini castle uh, that I really legitimately did only during the meeting. So it took me three months to do it, three meetings. Um, so this Haunted Mansion is two meetings in. I'm hoping to have it mostly completed by the time we have the next meeting. Um, but it was just kind of, I feel like it was kind of a shorter agency meeting than it was last time. So we need uh, to stretch it out. We, there's a few people that ask those random questions towards the end that you're like, yeah. why are we asking questions to extend this meeting out? I'm hoping oh, they'll answer more stop. questions. So, you know, that could have been an email. Oh, come on. We all have that. No matter. I don't care how <laughs> wonderful the place to work is. Everybody has the we could have had an email moments. And so, so yeah, I so, try to send emails a lot. Instead that's of, very true. That's very true. And sometimes I we read try. those too. Um, really, not a lot of news going on. I mean, obviously. I mean, well, we had a lot morning. of news last week. So, yes. I mean, to be yeah, fair, oh, now we should, we should highlight one thing. There is, yes. um, as of bef in between recordings, right? Mm -hmm. There's a Galactic Star Cruiser promotion going on. So, you've heard mm -hmm. us talk about the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, it is, uh, basically you know because a star cruiser to a two-night experience right so if you right. would like to so people tend to mm -hmm. want to add some dates on and not just go down for two nights if that's the case there is up to 700 dollars off of your we'll say pre or post stay because mm -hmm. yep. you know basically your addition so that is new if something you're interested in yeah ponastar yeah. travel can help you we have a lot of us who've been there so yep we are happy to help now the star cruiser you're not saving money off the star cruiser itself so you can't no be like, that is, that is an star important cruiser. distinction you're saving money off of your stay at disney world on oh, like the For other the resorts post. heading to the star cruiser or coming mm -hmm. back from the star cruiser and i've had a client do that they stayed at boardwalk right after the star cruiser over mm -hmm. christmas they went to boardwalk yeah. and so they would have saved you know however much money up to 700 dollars. i think there's a handful maybe close to a dozen resorts that are involved in yeah this. it's and, not every um, single resort so this is the first time any promotion has ever been attached to the star cruiser Correct. so i think they're kind of feeling that out. i honestly think that we will see star cruiser promotions probably in the next year or so because everybody who wanted like really really wanted to go went and now they're they're, they're looking at occupancies and bookings and things like that and so i I could see that happen. I could see. That. Yeah, so, they're they're making some adjustments to the schedule, et cetera. You know, and ostensibly, I would imagine because like to give mm -hmm. some of the crew a day off or whatever. Yes, because I mean that true. is a nonstop. Like I mean it, you know, yeah. one ends in the same day, the next one begins. So yeah. True, 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 true. So let me jump to the questions here because these are kind of fun. I've got okay, uh, let's, yeah, let's six or seven here. So the first one, first one, this is from Melissa. And Melissa is a great fan of ours. She she always shares the show. So thank you so much, mm -hmm. Melissa Reagan's out Thanks, there. Melissa. She, she, by the way, has her own podcast. It's called she the does. Food for Thought Cast. And it's just starting. I don't I don't know even know if episode number one is out, but she is a chef. No, I'm excited and for it though. She is a fantastic chef. She's a fantastic cook. She runs a restaurant. She she basically mm -hmm. runs that kitchen. Um I hope she can teach me to cook. Well, she was on, she might be able to actually, um, because you <laughs> <laughs> you know, we saw Ratatouille. Anybody can cook. And so we had her on. Uh, I have a movie podcast, the Deuce Cast Movie Show, and she was on this past summer. And she was fantastic because we talked about cooking in movies. And she was mm -hmm. able to point out like, yeah, that movie with that kitchen, that would never happen. Or this one, like she pointed out to me, or she said Ratatouille is actually fairly realistic. The way their kitchen style oh. is and the way they do their things. Obviously, not with the rats, unless you're at Waffle House. Uh, it doesn't really work as well. But but overall, she's clearly like, Waffle House is not a the, the style because there's so many different kitchen styles. You have an assembly style, you yeah. have a team style, you have an individual style, or whatever. And she was fantastic on that. I didn't even know there's a different style. We so might need to go. have. We'll actually have her on. I think sometime in the spring. Um, Melissa, I have a new kitchen to figure out how to use. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. Not as you're planning the kitchen. Not just how do you. I'm assuming you've already planned the kitchen out. I guess you probably oh, should have reached out to Melissa, going, "How should this kitchen look for better functionality and looks yeah. and whatever?" She probably could help there. But anyway, so her question is this: 
what are the pros and cons to Disney cruises over all the other ones that are so much cheaper? So why, I mean, Disney cruises expensive. They are expensive. They it's are a great pricey. question. Um, you know, I for me, I will say this: I'm going on a Disney cruise for the second time in my life, which is in two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going on the Wish, which I'm really excited about. I went on a honeymoon cruise in 2004 on the Wonder, which was great mm-hmm. three night cruise. Uh, and before that, I wanted the big red boat. Disney's oh, and Carnival has, was it a well, Carnival? Whatever, no, it wasn't Carnival. I want to say. Oh no, Oceana- you're right. No, you're right. It was the Oceanic, I think. Oceana. Um, Maybe it's Oceana. I've got the program. I've still got the. Program. Oh my from that uh my my senior year in high school this is uh spring break yeah. 1993 we went on the, the big red boat didn't even realize it was a disney cruise i remember until, i remember commercials for that like i was looking through some of my high school stuff not too long wow. ago actually i have a pile of box of it and i pulled out this program i'm like oh yeah we were on a disney cruise i had no idea i <laughs> didn't know I, no clue whatever um but anyway so there's that uh for me personally, I don't book a lot of carnival. I consider carnival to be a party cruise. And I just, now if somebody comes to me and says, Hey, we're graduating college, me and my buddies want to go on a cruise. We want to get this much to spend. Yeah, I might do that. I might be like, you know, well, since you're carnival, because you're going to fit right in. Uh, mom and pops, grandma, grandpa come to me and they're in their 60s. They're like, We want to go on a cruise, me relaxing. I'm not putting you on carnival at all. Uh, the two main ones I look at are Royal Caribbean and Disney Cruises. Disney Cruise Line, of course, mm-hmm. being more expensive. Um, but that's kind of how I do mine. But I'm going to ask you, Jen, you've been on several yeah. cruises. Several cruises and several cruise lines, honestly. Several cruise so, lines. And so and I, so tell me Disney Cruise pros and cons to Disney Cruises. And maybe we can talk about some of the other ones in just a minute. But um pros and cons. Why a Disney Cruise? Why would that be your first option if somebody said I want a cruise? Yeah. So honestly, and, and this is speaking from someone who's been on multiple different cruise lines, I feel like the quality of a Disney cruise far exceeds. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick with that. (laughs) A lot of most other cruise lines and that's not shade on other cruise lines. Okay. I have happily sailed Royal Caribbean. I've happily sailed Norwegian. Right. But there is a different feel on a Disney cruise and the ships themselves are gorgeous. I mean, and, and some of, some of the other ones, you know, what newer, more water slides. Okay. There's like a race cart, goat cart track. I mean, that's cool. Like if if that's what you want. Okay. I love that the ships are manageable, but still large. I mean, the Wish is the biggest by far of any of the Disney cruises. So that is like the currently their currently their right, biggest right. ship. And it still offers so much. All of the spaces are so beautifully themed. And it's that Disney quality and Disney service. And I know we've had conversations over the past, you know, mm-hmm. since COVID, how things have changed. Right, right. I will say the cruise line. Aside from, of course, the protocols that they have to maintain Mm -hmm. (laughs) is one area that was still, I mean, like there was never anything in my opinion or in my experience, because I sailed on them during COVID a couple of times to complain about. I mean, the stewards, the stateroom stewards are amazing. The wait staff is amazing. The food is fantastic when you have the spa areas are beautiful. So I would say in terms of the pros, it's that classic cruise ship feel those beautiful like ocean liners that you think of as a classic cruise ship and um and again that really special theming for me it's hard to think really of any like con per se so i mean i guess you could call the price a con you know because that you know it could be cost prohibitive depending on what you're looking at um the other thing that people tend to think and this is where i'd argue they'd be like oh there's kids everywhere oh no 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 there are kids on a disney cruise but they are so well occupied Right in their kids' clubs yep. or wherever in their kids' spaces, 
Brady and I, we do not have children and we do not have any complaints feeling overrun with kids. I actually felt more overrun with children in the public spaces on a Royal or a Norwegian, quite Mm -hmm. honestly. So just because there is so much for the kids to do. So I think, um, and, and if I'm comparing the food, I truly feel like Disney's food is a superior product. Mm -hmm. And especially if you go to some of the, you know, in the other restaurants on like, let's say Royal and Norwegian, there are some really good restaurants. Okay. They're really good. Right. But I tend to want to go to the specialty restaurants there. And the main dining room is, mm, it's fine. Yeah. It's nothing to write home about. It's fine. The desserts are good. (laughs) From from a bird's eye view. And again, I'm excited Mm -hmm. about going on the wish. So I will be able to do an entire episode about the wish, comparing notes with you and with with, uh, quasi producer Heather when we come back. Um, But I've never been on a Royal Caribbean cruise. And I've booked a lot Mm -hmm. of them this spring. And I really am excited Mm -hmm. about doing it again. I want to do Royal Caribbean. I I want to do the ship. You should. But looking at both of them, it seems as if Royal Caribbean is almost like they built a city on a boat. Yes. Because you're going to find things there that you would not find at Disney Cruise, like a Johnny Rockets or yeah. almost like Universal, like City Walk. You go to Universal, there's a Burger King Express and there's a Panda yeah, Express and there's a, a Voodoo Donuts. There's brands and everything they've worked you're with. You're not like immersed. You know, exactly. So you're not going to find those things to Disney. All those things in Disney are Disney. Mm-hmm. That's Disney stuff. It is a Disney. Royal Caribbean. It's almost as if somebody sits around a table going, okay, biggest ship in the in the world, the Icon. Uh, let's do a Johnny Rockets. Uh, let's do a go-kart track. What else? Uh, put Puck Golf. Put the Puck Golf over here. Uh, let's, do, mm-hmm. uh, let's do the the free fall over there we'll do seven water slides over. i mean it's almost like whatever they can find to put on the ship they're building a yeah. city on the and ship. again so, that's one model of doing it and that right. doesn't mean it's wrong it right. in fact we have happy clients who sail on that oh, I, I know will i gladly go on the icon who don't want to go on disney they want to go on royal caribbean and i'm absolutely I'm fine with that uh because that's but, what they want to do but you know i think the it really is that like you said the classic disney feel mm-hmm. and everything there is in fact Disney. And so, yeah. And very not, and it's that nautical feel like we're not getting into the, right. uh, Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, and there is still, let me see. Was it the fantasy that had some mini golf? I want to say maybe the wish has it on top because I've seen pictures of that. that very Well, there's the goofy. I mean, there is um, like, you know, goofy sports zone and there are still elements. They're just not as advertised as they are on other cruise lines. Disney still has them. But they are themed. They're in that. They're in the genre of mm-hmm. you know of the ship or right. what you're doing. Right. So so there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and honestly, that I can't was a long winded answer. I haven't it, done much with Norwegian. I haven't done much the Carnival. Like I said, um, mm-hmm. I, I compare it to Disney being like a Macy's, Royal Caribbean being a Target, oh, and I Carnival being a Walmart. That's kind I, of you know. I have two more very important answers. Oh yes. I don't yes. know why this one's in the first mm-hmm. two that popped to mind, but whatever. I I. Anyway, I had coffee today. I don't even know what's my, yep. my problem is. The room layout, you have a split bathroom in most of the categories. Okay, not every single category, not the standard mm-hmm. inside state rooms, but right. most of the other ones, meaning you have the shower in one and a sink and a toilet and a sink in the other. That means two people can get ready at the, at the same, same time. time. Mm-hmm. That's a huge benefit. You might not think so until you're in a state room. That's a yeah. huge benefit. Especially um, for the, families that have, yes. especially for families that have like teenage girls. I oh think that's gosh. a really big deal, honestly. Big that's why deal. that's why Art of Animation is so popular because they have those Correct. two bathrooms. So, the two yeah, bathrooms. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is the rotational dining. Because mm-hmm. at, you know, let's say, let's take Royal Caribbean, you have a dining room. That's where you're gonna right. go for dining. 
at your seating time. With Disney, you have the three different individually themed rotational dining. Now, Norwegian does have three different main dining rooms, but they don't have scheduled dining. So it's it's just a different sort of experience. So I would just say like that is also a benefit and something that's very unique to Disney Cruise Line. But the double bathroom thing, that's like huge. But keep in mind, it does have to be, you know, the standard inside state rooms aren't going to have it. So right. you just have to make sure with your, preferably with your travel agent, that you uh, <laughs> <laughs> get the category that has a split bath. Good answer. Good answer. Very good. All right. So the next question here, this is, this is fun. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys talk a lot about Disney and Universal. Are there other theme parks that you guys like? Also mm -hmm. related, have you been to SeaWorld or Legoland? And this is from a listener named Margaret in Dallas. So, so thank Margaret. you, first of all, Margaret, for listening. Um, so Jen, what are the theme parks besides Disney and Universal have you been to? Do you like? Do you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, so yes, I have been to other theme parks. I have been, uh, yes, I've been to SeaWorld Orlando. I have been, I was in SeaWorld also when it was in Ohio, but that shut down a long time ago. So maybe right. we shouldn't talk about that because <laughs> I'm a battle. That's okay. Um, I also, and I don't know if I would call it a theme park so much as an amusement park, but um, Cedar Point in Ohio is only about two and a half hours from me. And so mm -hmm. I grew up going to Cedar Point a lot, Kings Island, uh, Hershey Park. And again, those are more of the amusement parks maybe not so much a theme park okay i'll give hershey theme park because it's themed like hershey chocolate and it okay. smells like chocolate in certain places so that's <laughs> that's a that's a win right there um, so yeah there are other you know great amusement parks out there as well i have not been to legoland i will say that okay well SeaWorld ohio was in aurora ohio and it closed yes. in two, in the year 2000 so I don't know oh, when okay, you don't went. I don't feel quite as bad yeah, about that. Exactly. Oh. So you could have gone when you were like five, you know, like in 1995 or something. Uh, sure. Yeah. sure, sure I sure. mean, I probably was five. But um, wasn't I, I have not been to SeaWorld. I do want to go because it's a travel agent. I just want to experience it just to say that I've mm -hmm. been. I've heard good things. in my... Legoland, uh, I'll be honest with you, Legoland is a half a day to a quarter, three quarter of a day mm -hmm. park. Legoland is almost like an animal kingdom in terms of time you could spend there. And I think you could spend much more time in animal kingdom. I have not been, but everybody that I have talked to has been to say, you know what? We were done with a park in a day. It was yeah. fun. We had a good time. It is for small children. There's not mm -hmm. a lot for the teenagers to do. So if mm -hmm. you and your, your 16 and 12 year old are like, let's go to Legoland. That might be something you would do on your Disney world trip, take a day trip to go to Legoland, honestly, but I, I have not been, we are close to six flags uh, and six flags over Georgia, which we're about two and a half mm, hours away. Yeah. I love six flags. I think it's a, it's a, it's a cheesy park. It's a coaster park. They don't care about theming. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, like a county fair that stays in one place. <laughs> um, I've been coasters, to a Six Flags. Coasters are fantastic. One, but... I love the coasters. And they try to theme out some. I mean, there's like a yeah. whole DC world. And and I, I got to think that that they're so angry that they so, DC sold their stuff to to um uh, to Six Flags when Marvel was <gasps> they were they were both going bankrupt in the 90s and so they were doing whatever yeah. they could and so that's when Marvel sold some like sold Spider Man to Sony and they sold Fantastic yeah. Four X Men to Fox and Disney finally bought theirs and and DC's probably like. Man, we could have a Superman coaster in friggin' Universal. What the crap? And so we said we got one in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> so, right. Um, there is that. Also, we have one in town called uh, Alabama Adventure Splash Adventure, and it started as a, as, a, there a lot. as a as a place called Vision Land, which was a really mm -hmm. cheesy theme park. We had a mayor in Birmingham who was very idealistic about what Birmingham could do and try to bring people in. His uh, it's almost like. 
like Jen is an agency owner. If you were like, you know what? I have some ideas for the agency. We're going to hire 600 more people. Uh, we're going to put everybody through rigorous training. We're going to spend a week and a half on uh, in, in Disney World, staying at everybody at the Deluxe Resort, and then go. These are great ideas. I'm sure this would be awesome. There's no way you could realistically do it. Uh, not with an agent <laughs> of, of 30 people. And so same thing with, with our Birmingham mayor. He had all these plans for Vision Land, and it just never came. It went bankrupt. It was purchased by another family. Who turned it into Splash Adventure, mm -hmm. Alabama Adventure? Yep, the rides on one side and the slides on the other, and it's a great little theme park. We Aww. we already have we buy season passes every year for Christmas for for Campbell, and he and I basically every Monday in the summer we go we go there, and you know he's to the point now where I could just follow him around. He does the rides on yeah. his own, he does the slides on his own, so it's it's fun. So yeah, that's we've been to that. Cute. Um, I don't know that I would book anybody there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like you know. for for us Kennywood in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, well, I mean, if you're coming to town. If it you're like, hey, we're in Oklahoma, we're driving to Orlando, but we're going to come through Birmingham, we're going to spend a day there. You know what? I'll get your tickets. I'll, I'll take care yeah. of you, help you get your tickets to to do Alabama Adventure. So that's not a problem. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I should also say Bush Gardens. I've been to Bush Gardens, oh, Williamsburg, been, and Tampa. I've been to Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. I want to go to Tampa so bad. I've heard. Tampa's really the coasters great. Coasters are incredible. I, the I coasters love the coasters, are incredible so. there. They, I would say, yeah, it, they're better than the, Williamsburg is great, but it's yeah. better than the Williamsburg. Line. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I went to Williamsburg when I was when I was a teenager, um, 14, 15, 16 years old. And I remember the Loch Ness Monster, which is still a yes, classic coaster was, there. Yeah. Classic. And I rode the Big Bad Wolf before it closed. And the Big Bad Wolf was oh. one of my very first swinging coaster where the ride is the, the vehicle is under the track and it swings yep. as it rides mm -hmm. through. It just closed down now. You can go to YouTube and yep. watch Defunct mm -hmm. Land, which is a great series. And I'll talk about that. But uh, yep. yeah. Uh, so next question. This is from a listener named Paul in Orlando. Hi, actually, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Um, what rides in Disney World do you consider untouchable? As in people would lose Ooh. their minds if Disney changed them. He said, I thought Splash would be one, but obviously that's not the case. Yeah, I yeah, I, I Splash, I think, came if it was an original ride, that might be something different because it was open yeah. in like the late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I think there's something then to I it. I think plus it's touchable, yeah. Bob Iger plus Hating Song of the South plus Splash, the world we live in. I I'm I I'm fine with it changing. That's fine. Um Come on, right? That's a good question. Is, that are untouchable. I think there are a handful. I've thought about that I before. Do. Um, I think people would absolutely just go insane to to the point to the nth degree of more than what we see now. Um, if pirates was taken. Oh, mm -mm, mm -mm. you you could expand it, make mm -hmm. it more like Disneyland, and people wouldn't balk at that. But right. you can't take it out. No, I think there. I, off the top of my head, Magic Kingdom. I'm thinking of four. I'm thinking of pirates. Yes, pirates. Haunted Mansion. Oh, absolutely. Peter Pan. And small. Okay. World. Those are the four oh, I'm thinking of. I was um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add Space Mountain into there too. I could see Space Mountain. Honestly, I could see something. I mean, they, they could enhance Space Mountain. You could do some other things to Space Mountain, right. but I don't think you could take it out. I think mm -hmm. you possibly could retheme it as long as you called it Space Mountain. If you gutted it and built an entire new coaster in there, as long as you kept the elements of the darkness and everything, and as long as you called it Space Mountain, they could get I away think, with that. Yes. I think people I think they can get away with it. Um, mm -hmm. but I think obviously you can't change Peter Pan because it is what it is. I do think we're approaching a time where they're going to take out some of the Indian They might. Stuff. I do think that, that that's going to go. I think that's going to go, but I think the ride. I don't think they'll take the ride out altogether. No, 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 no. I think they'll change it up I a little bit. They'll put a different scene right there. Because uh, mm -hmm. honestly, I don't. Well, I'm not bothered by it, honestly because it's the story. But as you cross that bend, I can see where people would be like, "Okay, that's yeah, a, that's, I, that's right. what they thought." Quote unquote, engines looked like in 1950. Looking, <laughs> looking so, through a lens now, you're like, "Oh, yeah, well, yeah." Don't right. don't <laughs> at me. I agree with you. I leave it like it is. I'm fine. But I can see that anyway. Um, I, I think haunted mansion. I don't think. I don't think. You no, can I don't think you can touch ride. it. You could not mm -mm. touch that ride. Uh, mm -hmm. pirates. I think. 
I think as much as you could do is put Johnny Depp in there. We would put Jack Sparrow in there. Mm-hmm. I think you do anything else to it. People lost their mind with Red, with the character of Red changing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that people are going crazy. They t- If they said that ride was closing, people would go nuts. I uh, still I still have an issue that they changed the animatronic out. I'm like, dude, you could have yeah. kept the animatronic. Like, yeah. give her a different role. I don't care. Yeah. But why did we have to change the animatronic? Right. Um, Epcot. <laughs> I think Spaceship Earth is untouchable. Um, now I know oh, they totally. want they want to gut the ride and change it to to, to a new. And I think that that'll ride. be acceptable to a degree. Yes, yes. but but, gonna, but have to keep you the same element. Keep the scientist girl with a big afro. Keep her in there. You're going to have to keep. She's got to stay. Um, you know, thank you, Phoenicians. You're going to have, or so we think, the Rome burning, mm-hmm. the Rome burning smell. All that has to stay. If you get rid of my Rome burning smell, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to chain myself to Spaceship Earth. <laughs> <laughs> is there another ride at Epcot though that would be untouchable? You think? Test track is touchable. I'm sorry. Test track is touchable. Well, it it was touched. It was turned into. It it was touched, and and it yeah. Um, They changed Soren. They well, I don't think you could ever get rid of Soren at this point. Mm -hmm. I think, but I think people will accept. I think you could. I don't want to say it's. As long as you had something else going in there, I think as long as you had something. But it has to be something similar. I think. But um, I don't know if it's reached untouchable status for Epcot. Um, I don't know. I I think I would agree that it's that hasn't reached on. Gosh. And Sigma's not untouchable, obviously, because look what no. they did to that ride. Uh, and I think there's a chance they take that entire ride out. Figma doesn't have a place right now. No, in the park. I, I don't. So. I think it would be a misstep personally oh, to get rid of Figma altogether. But you well, have to get him in there in some way, shape, or form. You can read it, put some inside out in there and get Figma right. to like interact yep. with him. That's fine. Well, Bing bong. And I do think Figma has hitched a more cult status in Epcot. Then maybe 10 years ago, because I feel like Epcot, Epcot, Disney listened to the fans on Figment because Figment's everywhere. Now. Oh, he is now, I the, love him. he is the pure icon of that park and you know it. I mean, it's, it's but in if your you face. think of so, those of us who grew up going mm-hmm. to Disney and even though like I wasn't there as much, I mean, I think of right. Brady, like you and his mom was like straight up. You do not touch Figgy. You do not mess right. with Figgy. Right. Like we love him. It, we love him so much. And right. I just want him to be that loved character again because he is original IP. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. he is. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so um Hollywood Studios, I think Towers gosh. is untouchable. Um, At this I don't, point, I, I think it's reached yeah, that stuff. I think a rock and roller coaster could change. I, as long as they kept the, the I think aspect, that one and I think it will change, honestly. Um at some point it'll probably you know, change. I'm afraid it's gonna go to like Harry Styles pop coaster fun or something like that. So if we're <laughs> saying untouchable, I mean I almost want to say falcon to some degree because i don't think you can get rid of the falcon at this no, point no because no. because you got the star well, wars when fans, i think untouchable you know. i think not only does the ride have to stay but you can't do much to the ride itself and i so like, i think at that point falcon i mean like i mean changing a to, scene like in pirates fine. or peter pan that's that's considered that's fine. it's fine but you know with falcon i could see them changing the movie the aspect of it like in terms of what sure. you're doing changing the yeah. mission and because it is a 3d screen you could change the mission Correct. Of it or whatever. you could so, change that pretty easily you know um i think tower is untouchable I don't know. Is there another maybe one? Maybe Star be, Tour. I think people would lose their mind if Star Tours changed. No, I agree because that's an original. Um, I mean, you can change the scenery 80, as yeah, they that's have. Early on. Early on. Then that's fine. Yep. But where do we think the status of Muppets is? Because I think it's. I mean, we all agree. I mean, like the movie's old, right? The right. movie's old. Yep. The technology has changed. Do we think it's untouchable to get rid of Muppets? Yes. Because that's the last bastion of Muppetdom in the parks. And I agree. But and do you, but if we I did think, a new movie, would people lose their mind? I think with Disney, I think the Muppets are now where Figment was 10 years ago. 
It took, I don't know what it did. I don't know what happened and what changed, but Disney, Mm -hmm. I think realized, okay, we can't get rid of figment figment. People love figment too much. We have Mm -hmm. to really lean into this and they've leaned into it completely because figment is now again, the icon of a lot of things. And I think it's working. (laughs) I think they're not there with Muppets yet to realize that they've understood how many fans the Muppets have. But again, that's a Um, cult. It's almost a cult classic too. It is. It is. And so I don't think you could change that. Honestly, I think people would just go crazy if they, if they change that. And, And I don't even know what else you could put in there. Um, because it's such a nostalgic feel. So if they're like, we're yeah. gonna change it because everybody loves, you know, God, not Frozen, but um, I don't know, whatever movie. Everybody loves uh, Moana. We're gonna put a Moana ride, okay, a Moana right. movie there. I still don't think people would like it because it's too new. I think it's mm. it's too, you know, mm-hmm. because Muppets are so classic right now, you know. And so I, then I think um, then I think we have to put that in that category. Yeah. Not that it can't change at all, but it mm-hmm. can't go away. Right. It has to be in some form or fashion. Yeah. It has to stay. Um, Animal Kingdom, I think Everest is untouchable. Agreed. I I think and I think that's why they haven't shut the ride down for six or eight months to repair the game. I don't think I don't uh, think I don't they, think they ever will. Well, because from what I understand, the amount of work that would have to go yeah. into repair, like I, it's not feasible. Down. Like half the mountain would come down. Literally, um, it, that it's not going to happen. I had lunch it's with an Imagineer happen. in 2009, and that when they used to do mm-hmm. that, and he actually looked at me in the eye and he said that he was like, "We would have to take mm-hmm. half of the mountain off." completely to fix yeti he said it's not gonna yeah. get fixed he's like it's just any, there's any, no any way. time in the near future there's no way fixed. so there's that um yeah. i honestly i would like to say fly, i don't think flight of passage is untouchable i really don't i, think I don't if either you put another attraction in there that not was yet. the same venue if you it if they decide to get rid of pandora altogether and make that and change it ride, something else as i think long people, it would, would be, people would live with that they'd be fine with it i don't call it um, untouchable i think the safari is untouchable i think, think safari is untouchable because people expect because that's animal kingdom that is your animal kingdom oh, yeah i mean you're not yeah. like that's you you yeah. can't get rid of that <laughs> um, i mean you can rename a trail because what was it it was Pangani Forest Trail. Now it's the right. Gorilla Expedition. Oh, I mean, yep. whatever. They changed the name. That's fine. Like, right. You can do that. <laughs> um, I I think honestly, it's tough to be. Bug is probably untouchable. And uh, what? Stop. <laughs> it's touchable. Good it's question. Touchable. That's, a, that's, that's a really good question. That's oh, this a is, great question. This is fun. Here's one from Twitter. What would it take for Jen to stay in a value resort? <laughs> and what would it take for Dave to pay for the Grand Floridian? So well, like okay, so question. let's let's break this down off the top of my head. Let's just say that you had a, you had to go there for a uh, four night stay, okay. and four nights talking four nights, a couple of days okay. in the park, whatever. And I, I don't know for you, some event you had to be at, like you could not miss this okay. event. I could not miss the event. You're, okay. you're an agency owner, you have to be there. Everything okay. is sold out, but let's just say yes. Pop Century. It's got the Skyliner there. It's it's Pop Century. Okay. It's you know whatever. Okay. No, no no no. Let's not say Pop. We're gonna go to All Star. Let's say All Star movies. Oh, my favorite the small. Okay. Because I think Poppy would acquiesce to that. I'd be like, you know what? I could, if I had to, let's say All Star Movies, because it's been recently refurbished. Don't, uh, do not I'm say not, sports. I'm not going to say sports, although it's also been recently refurbished. I don't care. Nope. We'll say movies. We'll nope. say movies. Okay. Would you still be willing to stay there or would you do your best to, like, you know what? I got to find, I'll, because Simi's not that far away. They have a Hilton there. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> would it take something extreme like that for you to stay there at, at a value resort? Like yes. an all-star. Yes. I, and, and, <laughs> I, I feel, you understand, like it's almost embarrassing to say like, oh my gosh, because well, I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, if it came down and I'd be like, well, I have Marriott points. Like, <laughs> or, or I'd be like, wait, maybe I could go to Swan and Dolphin. But like, I mean, at what point is it just not worth the, the effort of getting off, like, being off property to go on property to do that versus just, you're, you just drive. Dolph- I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, and to be fair, there is a picture of me in front of the All Stars. 
I know it's like four, seen it. still. <laughs> I was in college. I was in college and I roomed, I was with three. Well, other you know, we were... uh, people, people know that we all make bad decisions in college. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I, I was at music. Um, and no, it, you know, if it came down there and mm-hmm. like, just even recently I was having problems, problems finding something on property for a pre-night stay. Right. And, um, you know, I, I did find Grandesino mm-hmm. Tower. So we're, yep. we're okay. We're yep. okay. We got moderate. So we're, we're okay. You know, um, I, I stayed at all-star sports, uh, for a night, um, in, mm-hmm. in December because I had to come down there for one night and then I was thinking it popped the rest of the time. Yeah. The rooms have been refurbished. They look fantastic. The resort is fine. There's nothing I wrong like with the them. There really I like the resorts a lot. Okay. <laughs> so the difference in, in myself and Grand Floridian and Jen and all-stars is number one, I acknowledge that the Grand Floridian actually exists. And number two, yeah. I'm not opposed to staying there. I've been to the Grand Floridian. I've stayed there like I think four or five nights on trip one trip once. Uh, what would it take for me to stay there? Lots of deep discounts. Lots of just deep discounts because <laughs> I have a problem paying six and seven hundred dollars for a room or even five hundred dollars for a room. I just I can't do it. Um, so when I go and I'm like, yes, I stayed and so is the contemporary. There's a lot of discounts that came my way for me to do this. <laughs> you will never be like hear me be like, yeah, I had a night free there in town, so I decided to call up Grand Floridian. I had I went ahead and I booked it last minute to stay at the Grand Floridian. That means that the last part of that sentence is I had a great discount. <laughs> That's the only way I can stay there. I just can't do I- it. Well, my Um, thing is like, I don't like having to walk and do buses. And and again, mm -hmm. this is, this is a me and it's a convenience Mm -hmm. thing for me. That's what it is. So that's why I was like, if you left me pop, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. all right, like I do. I love pop. You know, when we say, when I say they're at pop, that Skyliner was five minute walk. Like if it was AOA or pop, I mean, perfect. It was, I would still rather be at the grand flow, but I would be like, all right, it's on the Skyliner. Like, okay, that's fine. I we know I am just not a bus person. I'm not mm-hmm. a bus person. I can't, I, I'm sorry mm-hmm. that I <laughs> just am not a bus person. Like, <laughs> All right. A couple more here. Uh, a couple more. Okay. This is, this is fun. And, and Jen, I think you can answer this because okay. we are a travel agency. So this is going to be right down our travel, travel. Lane okay. Here. Uh, now, so there is a, a site called discord.com and discord is a great community of people. And you like a lot of, a lot of podcasts, Imagineers have their own discord mm-hmm. and you can go on there and there's different subjects. You can yeah. just go into a room and just chat. It's almost like AOL back in the day where you had different mm-hmm. chat rooms, same thing. And it's a safe place. My movie podcast, Deucecast has a discord, which you guys are welcome to join. Yeah. Let me know if you'd like to join. Um, but we have a section there for Disney and it's, I promote the podcast in there. We talk Disney stuff. And this question comes from a guy, comes from a guy whose handle is coach DeBello. And his question oh, okay. is, what are the benefits of staying on property now in 2023? So as a preface to that question, mm-hmm. I get that question because in recent regimes, Bob Javik, there have been so many things <laughs> we feel like have take, been taken away. Magical Express is gone and mm-hmm. the luggage is gone. And to be know, fair, the, and it, I'm going to say again, Magical Express was not. Yes, that was not Disney. That was, that was Mears. That was Mears. I get that. Okay. Uh, but a lot yeah. of the little benefits and things of on property. So I this question is a really, really good question because sometimes I have to talk, talk to clients and I'm like, well, you know, so I do have an answer for this question, but Jen, I'm going to give it to you first. Why would you stay on property, um, even at a value resort, when you could stay off property for maybe $100 cheaper? Whatever. Okay. So let's say even it's a hundred dollars cheaper, you're not still getting necessarily the value. So, um, and I, I have several things with this. <laughs> so, um, j- let's talk dining right now, because even right. though you know there's no official dining plan, whatever you are still making dining reservations. Yep. And if you are offsite, you are making them one day at a time. Yep. You are not getting space 220. You're probably not getting Cinderella's Royal table. You're probably, there's a whole bunch of popular restaurants. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a hard time getting. Okay. Right. So whereas if you're on property, you can book 
on your check-in day, your one, um, gosh, I was about to say 180 plus 10. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Back in the day. (laughs) Just, I just took my DeLorean back in time. (laughs) We'll we'll just say this. When you, when your window opens up, it opens up for 10 days. Mm -hmm. So if you're staying a week, we can make all of your dining reservations right then the same day, same morning. Also, um, for your individual lightning lanes. So let's talk guardians rise. Um, right, right, right. Um, oh my gosh. Pandora. There we go. Oh, Flight of passage. And seven doors, mine train. <laughs> and seven doors, mine train. And what will be Tron. Oh so, yeah. Undoubtedly yes. Tron yep. will be yep. in that, in this category as well. Yes. You know, y- you can't pay for that at 7am. You have to wait until Again. the park. Yep open to, until you get into the park you so can't you even get do it into the park, the park actually so but right. let's just let's assume right. you get you're right. getting their rope drop okay right. you still can't get at the park opening mm-hmm. so if you get there at 8 50 and the park opens at nine you still can't get it until the park physically opens or right. if you are late to the ball game and you get there at 9 30 and at that point chances are that's going to mm-hmm. be sold out right. okay um so yeah i mean we we do just have so there are those benefits. There's the half hour early entry, which mm-hmm. I know it used to be an hour. People talk about that, but you you might laugh at the half hour. It makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. A lot more than you not. possibly could think. So, mm-hmm. And if you're I, deluxe, you get two hours after mm-hmm. in, well, limited, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 So for me, I, okay, so I don't want to sit here and just poo-poo staying off property because I've been off property before right. and there are benefits to staying off property. So I'll, I'll get to that in a second. With the 30 minutes, first of all, let me address that. That is huge. And I'm speaking, we both speaking mm-hmm. from experience. And well, I'm speaking right. from experience because I'm a rope dropper. You, a lot of times are not. You like to you know, sleep in a little bit. Yeah, okay. we're, we're sleeping. We're, I, we're sleeping I'm a people. rope dropper. If the park opens at, if Epcot opens at eight at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there probably 745 to eight o'clock because I'm going to get in that line sure. because they're going to open, they're going to open the, they're actually going to open the park like an eight-ish a little after. So everybody goes in and you go in and you get in line up until a certain part of the rope. And at 8.30, they drop it. You go to whatever ride you want to. So you're getting into the park even before the park opens, right? Mm -hmm. If you're off property, there is a line of people over here waiting to get in. They have are waiting to get in. And I tell clients this too. If you are a rope dropper, pick the ride you want to go to first and the most Mm -hmm. important. Go straight Mm -hmm. to that attraction. Flight of Passage and Seven Doors Mine Train are vital for this. Go straight to it. Even Rise too. But straight to the attraction, you're going to get in that queue line. You're probably going to be on on and off that ride in an hour. Or less because you got there first. You walk into an- the Animal Kingdom because you've been on property. You walk in at nine o'clock or eight forty-five or whenever they let you in. Yeah, the wait time is already one hundred fifty minutes for flight of passage. It's just not going to mm-hmm. happen. And, um, and it's yeah, it's just not going to happen. Know, exactly. They brought back free parking. A lot of off-property resorts, and I'm going to speak of Disney Springs property. On property, you mean on, on the on-property resorts? For yeah, on-property resorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they brought back the free parking for the on-property Disney resorts, which now is a huge thing because I've stayed at a couple yeah, of Disney resorts big. off property, and they're great resorts. I've been to a couple. It's fine. I've actually walked to Disney Springs. Well, there's from nothing wrong with like, the hotels. Absolutely. Um, a lot of them will charge for parking. A lot of them will yes. charge anywhere from eight to fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. The B Resort. I read this the other day. They charge thirty-five dollars a night for resort fees and for parking. So it's all together in one. But if you're staying there five nights, that's a that's an additional like two hundred something bucks you're staying. And if you're planning to drive mm-hmm. into the park, yes. you are going to pay for your parking at the theme parks exactly. as well. Exactly. Whereas if you are staying at a Disney right. Resort hotel, you're right. not. Now parking is not. Sometimes sometimes you're like, oh, you know what? I pay for parking. I, it's fine. Yeah, I'm used sure. to paying for. I get that. Uh, I have been on the monorail going to the Magic Kingdom during a holiday. <laughs> Magic Kingdom watching the line of cars trying to get into the Magic Kingdom from off property and I'm talking mm-hmm. 
miles. I'm not talking like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's 100 cars. I have mm-hmm. literally seen the monorail go by and counted 30 seconds before I saw before I saw the, the gate because mm-hmm. everybody's trying to get in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's you know, having, I know people aren't crazy about the bus transportation at the parks or whatever, but having that transportation yeah. is huge. I joke about it, but yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. you're not worried about it. And traffic right. on Disney property is... Right. <laughs> time is the biggest enemy when it comes to your it's not money it's time when it comes to your stay um honestly too and also speaking of the Disney springs resorts their bus system is terrible some resorts have straight like you have to call each resort to figure out which which one is which some will go straight to the parks at nine o'clock and they pick you up at nine o'clock if you're not on that bus you miss it some go every 30 minutes but you got to pay for it some buses will stop at three and four and five resorts on the way there and on the way back. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that whole time thing is just this killer. Now, what I tell clients too, and I've had clients tell me like, hey, we're staying at a timeshare. My mom gifted us this for Christmas and we're mm-hmm. going to stay there for free. You know what? I, I can't, you're going to save money by staying off property because, mm-hmm. you know, instead of paying however much for that, whatever, you're going to pay for parking and blah, blah, blah. But you get a reserve for, I, I can't, I can't tell you that's wrong. That works mm-hmm. for you. And that's great. Just understand your time is going to be a massive factor. And if you're paying yeah. this much for a vacation, you have to decide how much is my time worth? Are we okay staying off property in this in this timeshare for cheap or for free, saving mm-hmm. that money, but not getting to the park on time, not getting the rides we want to get, blah, blah, blah. Not necessarily getting the dining we want to get. Oh, the dining we want to get. And, and you know what? And maybe, and maybe, and there might yeah. be people that be like, well, I stayed off property and I got dining every time. That's fine. But you're having and to get up happen. every single morning at, at here in Birmingham. It's 445 mm-hmm. in the morning. When I do dining, I'm up at 440 in the morning. Yeah. I've had I've had times when I've done mm-hmm. dining for clients five days in a row for different clients. By yeah. the end of the week, I'm like, I can't walk. I pin up yeah. at 4.30 every morning. So yeah. those are some things just to consider, just to think about. So Yeah, and ca- yeah. I'm always going to say, don't this, and we, we know I'm a convenience mm-hmm. girl. I've, yep. I've admitted it, yep. right? Like, okay, I'm not yep. over yep. here. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your time is worth something. Yep. And so those extra, the time, the extra time it takes to get on property, and especially if you're off property, you have to park a ticket in transportation center. Mm-hmm. Then you have to mm-hmm. either monorail or boat over. And that's fine, but that's additional time that you're not, getting to the park. And if you have littles that are excited, like you just might want to consider that as well. So right. right. Uh two more here. Two more. And by yeah. the way, I, I went back and looked and we did a we did a QA in like July of 2020. It was episode number I told a, you episode number eleven. So considering we're like at episode 140-ish or do you know it's time it was time. It was time. So this Purdue. question we actually answered in episode 11. But I think the okay. answers might be a little different now that we've had what two years, something like two and a half mm-hmm. years. Right. Whatever. Okay. What guest is your dream guest for the podcast? And what one-time guest would you like to have come back on the show? Well, that's a great question. So my my answer is still the same from back then. I would love to have Michael Eisner and Samantha Oh, Michael Eisner. Okay. Michael Eisner and Samantha Brown. Those are my two just like white whales. Mm -hmm. I would love to have them on the show itself. Um, I'm going to agree with the Samantha mm -hmm. Brown one. Um, Absolutely. And then... I don't think this one could happen, though. Who's that? Julie Andrews? Oh, my gosh. I would freaking <laughs> love. Okay, never mind. Me. It's Julie Andrews. Yes. <laughs> yes. Josh Tomorrow. Josh Tomorrow. Oh, yes. That would be awesome. If we would I have don't to... say that, quasi-producer Heather will probably come at me. That's very true. <laughs> That's very, very true. Very true. Um, I would love to have Haley Mills on the show, too. 
And I oh, feel as great. if I feel as if she's not impossible. She might. I like, don't think it's impossible. I think I don't think it's impossible. I've I've emailed her website. Uh, I don't know who reads that or whatever, but well, I am kind of in a her. in a sort of kind of pursuit to get that. The other guy that I'm trying to get, and I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm trying to, is a guy named Andrew Malha- uh, Mavali. Is that his last name? I can never say his last oh, name. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Action Park. He's yes. the guy, his yes. dad ran about. Action Park. Yes. And I want to have a conversation about Action Park because, oh, that would be so great. Oh, um, wait, wait. Oh. Yes. Oh, who else? Dick Van Dyke. Oh, my gosh. I think we've got to do that pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, don't say shh. Just say it. You know. I love him. I you know. love him. Like Because if we had planned mm. to have Angela Lansbury on in 2023, we'd miss that. So, you know. Don't remind me. Like, why do you have to trigger me today? Seriously. Uh, which one time? <laughs> twist guess, the knife. All which right. one time guest would you like to have come back on the podcast? Now, I oh. will say this: McNair Wilson was a big hit. I know we mm. had him on twice, but it was one interview. We broke up. It actually pieces. was only one time. And we he's just gonna come back. Up into he's two. coming back. Oh, good. Spring. He's already oh, good. said he was. He's got a new book coming out, so we're gonna so talk does to that him count? again. It does count. Well, it does count. Oh, but I mean, does it count that we can um, use him as the answer? No, 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 because he'll, oh, be okay. he'll be a second time guest. Obviously, I won't have Stacey back on, and I feel like we, we'll have but her But we've already sometime. had her twice, so we yeah, that, she yeah, can't yeah. be the answer. Um, I had a ball with Paige Davis. I <gasps> I did too. talking to Paige Davis just about, yeah. because it wasn't about just Disney in the parks. It was about Broadway, and it was so many other things. It was so much fun. Um, yeah. I, we've had her twice on the movie show, so this would, this would be my fourth time having her on the show, and I feel like she would do it, you know, come up I with a good she angle. she would do She was wonderful. We had so much fun. And she had fun. She emailed me later. Yeah. And she was, da, da, da. Plus, she said That's she thinks amazing. Samantha Brown would probably come on the cast. So maybe I'll use Paige to get this. So maybe, maybe you're doing that. Is that what you're maybe, saying? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, we've had and we've had a lot of good guests. We've had a lot of good we've guests, on, and guests. I won't call them by name. But some of the guests we've mm-hmm. had on, like I don't know what else we would have them on for, because we had them on for that reason. That the, whoever they mm-hmm. are, uh, we, whoever they are, whatever role they play, they told that so story. We need to have some sort of a Disney so, connection, and, exactly. and if we've utilized the Disney connection, travel then... connection, so yeah, or a travel connection, uh, travel correct. connection altogether. So yeah. All right. So final question, and this is going to be a fun one. This is a guy from a okay. guy named Matt in the Discord, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. With the the last couple of movies that came out from Disney, can Disney animation recover? Now, I think this is a very pointed question because we know that the last three films, and this is Disney Animation, and I'm going to say Pixar too. We had Turning Red, we -hmm. had uh, Lightyear, and we had Strange Mm -hmm. World. For various Mm -hmm. reasons, none of those movies were that successful. Turning Red, I think... Was probably the most popular of the three, but even mm-hmm. that's not a movie that I think is. It's like not hold. people that are like, yeah, no, it's not no. really grabbed um, people. There's a lot of merchandise in the park for Turning Red. It's almost like Fetch. I, Disney wants Fetch to <laughs> wants Turning Red to happen so bad, uh, but it's just it's fine movie. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, okay. it's, it's just it's, not grabbing people. It wasn't like, good. I didn't like it. Lightyear, same thing. Strange World, various reasons, whatever. Can they recover? I think the answer is yes, absolutely, because because we've seen it before. I was going to say, like, we had, and this is episodes ago, we mm-hmm. both, did we review Black Cauldron or we were just yeah, like, we okay, we're going to watch Black Cauldron, yeah. like, yep. and because I'd never seen it. And I was like, what did I just see? How is this actually a Disney movie? I think you're right. lying to me. And uh, and then, like, right after that, you get, um, well, I, Mermaid wasn't too far after that. Mermaid, well, right, Black Cauldron was 86. Uh, Mermaid was 88 or 89. Nine. It was 89. Uh, Rescuers Down Under was 90. And then, of course, we hit okay. the, the, and then, the Aladdin. And then we get into the Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so. so, I mean, absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's not the only time. I want to say there was even um, an era in the, was it the 40s? Like, Fantasia was a flop. 
Fantasia that people love now, it was a total flop back then. Well, I mean, a lot of Walt Disney's movies back then were flops. Snow White was a big deal. Um, Mm -hmm. But beyond that, Dumbo didn't make a lot of money. Bambi didn't make a lot of money Mm -mm. uh, because we were also entering, you know, wartime there. And it just exactly wasn't good. I mean, there's a lot of reasons behind it. But, you know, all that to say, I think Mm -hmm. that as they get, as they lean more into mm-hmm. what they do best, which right. is telling stories, they know how to tell a story. When they focus in on a story like holy right. crows, right. whatever well, you, know, you want to put in let's, there. Let's look at the animation, and we'll talk stra- straight animation here, not with Pixar, but straight yeah. animation. Strange World, yeah, of course, animation. one of the biggest flops in Disney history. It just it didn't make any money. It didn't make any money for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Message me offline. We'll talk about it. Uh, but before that, Encanto. Encanto was a massive hit. It was did pretty good at the box office. Once it hit Disney Plus, people went crazy for that movie. Um, Mm -hmm. This is also coming out at the end of 2021. People were still mostly staying at home. It was a dark year for the theaters and stuff. Yeah, it was. Raya and the Last Dragon, which is an excellent film, by the way. I'm afraid that a lot of people haven't seen that movie. That's that was a COVID casualty. That was a COVID casualty. Very much so. Very much so. Um, That was a great movie, though. Uh, Before that, what before Raya was, um, sorry, pulling it up. I, sh- I shrunk the screen and all of a sudden I have to go back and find it. Uh, before Raya was Frozen 2. Everybody loves yeah. Frozen, obviously. Ralph Breaks the Internet, which was okay. Moana. Look, check out this lineup leading back to it. Moana, Zootopia, Big Hero 6, Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph, oh, Winnie man. the Pooh. That's like, a, that's like, honestly, the level of early 90s animation all those yeah. in a row. So I think mm-hmm. they've had some movies that have been kind of up and down um, yeah. with some here. And, and it reminds me of, I mean, you look at the, the 70s and 80s. Now, these are all movies that we consider to be big hits, so popular now. These were not yeah. popular when they came out. Robin Hood was not a big box office mm-hmm. success. The Rescuers, The Fox and the Hound, and The Black Cauldron, The Great Mouse Detective was the one actually before. And Oliver yeah, and Company, those two films, Oliver Company and, those, and Great Mouse Detective, those are two films that were good, but they weren't like people. people but they weren't huge. Much. No, they exactly. were not huge. And so uh, yeah. we've seen this before, and I think they can recover. Um, Bob Iger has come out and said, you know, that he wants to make sure that we mm-hmm. we pull back a little bit from a lot of things, we, we progressive things to make movies for everybody but also as you mentioned to me before inclusion mm-hmm. is one of their five pillars so they're going to try to try to straddle that line between making movies for everybody but also making sure they're telling the stories they want to tell uh so you know and it's just up to us whether you see it or not and i think they're going to be fine i really do i think they're going to i think they're fine. i think they're going to i think they are headed now into a positive direction and exactly. i think we're going to and i will like never lay your money against disney i'm just saying they have come out of so many struggles i mean back to walt i mean Mm -hmm. like literally if you look at the history of the company they're going to turn out they're gonna be fine yep they're gonna be fine yep um now josh if you're listening call somebody you gotta stop with the live action stuff uh (laughs) pinocchio was so was not good you can't i mean give me a call josh if you want to talk about it but it was it's not great it's just Let's pull back on some of the live action stuff and let's put this original, original storytelling in the live action movies, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, good answer. <laughs> good answer. So there you go. There's your answer. And I agree with you. I think it's gonna be just fine. I think we are entering a period of animation where I think Disney's gonna have to make some gonna have to make some decisions overall about what they're really gonna push forward with. But I think this I think Disney storytelling has always been top notch and um It has been. You know, I, I think it's and when they focus yeah. in on it, yep. just in general for the experience, mm-hmm. I I think that that's something that is becoming it's getting refocused right and, and that happens from time to time in in right. whatever industry you start to maybe get away from your central focus and they're like no wait okay we are storytellers let's get back to yeah. the storyline and however they need to represent the storyline but let's move this you know tell beautiful stories right. that 
warm the heart because people people want to go to the movies too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to well, I never I never got around <laughs> like, seeing Strange World in theaters. That was the first Disney film I had not seen in theaters. Oh, so you saw and, Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, I saw Disney Plus when it came out. Um as far as Pixar goes, Elemental is coming out this year, and I'm excited about it. Like, I'm excited about seeing Pixar on the big screen again. I cannot wait to see Pixar yeah. on the big screen again. I saw Lightyear, eh. but I'm excited about what's coming up this year. That one's on the big um, screen, though, was it? No, it was. It came. Yeah. Oh, came, oh look, came, missed that. <laughs> came in theaters. It came in June, actually. It was on the big screen. Uh, and it's, we're also entering, I think, a world too where I think theaters are coming back. I think 2023 is going to be a massive year for film. For theaters, uh, yeah. Theaters. I think streaming. Mm -hmm. There's a whole lot of talk about streaming, about how much money it costs now, what's mm -hmm. going to streaming, blah, blah, blah. I think I think Top Gun Maverick, I think, was the the what really drove everybody going back to theaters. I, and I think we're back to that now. I think it's so. a good it's a good point, too, that I think the animation could have suffered to some degree because of that, because everything was going to the streaming mm -hmm. and it got lost. Yeah. Because like we talked about um um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? Jazz, uh, jazz Soul. movie. Um, Soul, Soul, thank you. Soul. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God, I would have loved to have seen that in the theaters. <laughs> that, oh my uh, gosh, it would have been gorgeous on the right. big screen. Absolutely gorgeous. I adored that movie. I, I still, like, honestly, yeah. I would go watch that again and again because I just think it's so good. I really think Disney needs to get away from the 70, like the 45 or 50 or 60 day window as well. If a movie comes out, yeah. let's just say in March for spring break for, for Disney, it should not be on Disney Plus till like August or September or whatever. Just like Don't. it used to be whenever yeah, you like released the yeah, the clamshell. Exactly. <laughs> I think a lot of people are waiting. Well, right now Black Panther is coming out at the, end of, at the end of January, so it's like a 70-day release. Yeah. Which is still like That's okay, but you know, but all right, even I, that. Well, is I get that than... because it's coming out ahead of Ant-Man. They want you to see that before Ant-Man the Wasp comes out. That makes sense. Um, okay. But with the animated features, I, I mean, give me a 6 or 7 or 8 month window. Make people go to the theaters to see it. Yeah. Um you know, give me a good story and make me want to go to the theater seat. So there we go. I, I agree with you. I think animation is coming back. So there's your answer for whatever it's worth. Um, for you know, so uh, two doofuses talking about Disney animation. Do we know what we're talking about? We don't know. But uh, but yeah, there's your answer. So I think that's a good place to stop. I think those are great questions. Thank you so much to everybody who who sent a question in over the course of the last year and a half and was wondering like when are you going to answer my questions. We hope we answered your questions. And uh, feel free to please send in more at uh, the MSC Podcast at Gmail .com. You also can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, and all those places dm me and let me know hey i have a question mm -hmm. for your next q a which hopefully will be before we do the next 124 mm -hmm. episodes that'll be nice okay. uh jen you're going to disney world where can people find you yay i am will be there um very soon and you can find me out upon a star jen you can find me on my personal insta at jen underscore Navani. perfect now i'm going on the wish very soon i think we'll do one yay! more episode of the show before i go on the wish and We'll have to discuss how we're going to podcast, whether we podcast while I'm on the ship or not. I don't know. It's Wi-Fi on the ship. I have no idea how it's going to... I've got Wi-Fi on the ship, but I don't know how it's going to go. We'll see. The Wish had decent... Like, it really Good. did have decent Wi-Fi. Well, I think I will, we're going to be fine. I will be posting like crazy on the ship from yeah. Instagram and Twitter, whatever. Find me I mean, you're not necessarily going to be streaming like no, crazy. No, but I will be posting But, like but yeah, but posting um, is fine. Yeah. The... Uh, what, what's my... Instagram. The Magic on a Dollar. That's my Instagram. <laughs> I almost said uh, MSC Podcast. The Magic on a Dollar is my Instagram. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar. Disney on a Dollar. We're both on Facebook there. Uh, I'm on both those pages there. And of course, Upon Us Our Travel. That's that's your mm -hmm. keyword for all the platforms as well. So come follow us. Absolutely. Also, my friend Emily, and we're going to mention this real quick. If you're oh, looking yes. for somebody to follow, uh, she now has a business called the Bluebird Gifting Company. She works with us at yes. Upon Us Our Travel. Uh, this is not an ad, paid ad or anything. She isn't paying nope. me for this, but nope. um, she's got a Bluebird gifting company, and basically, she lives in the area, and she will deliver things. She will make baskets for you if you want to send a basket to somebody. If you want to have something in your room ready to go for you at the resort, mm -hmm. you get there for a birthday, for an anniversary. If you're like, you know what, we need like five cases of water, and I can't, whatever. 
Talk mm-hmm. to Emily. She's on Instagram at bluebird.gifting.co. Mm-hmm. She's almost at 1,000 followers. Right now, she's 14 away. So when you listen to this on Thursday, you may or may not be able to do this. But um, for her followers, she's giving a prize away for the 1,000th follower. Actually, when this by the time when we're recording this episode to the time it releases, I'm hoping she's well over 1,000. I hope so, too. Go follow her. Go see Regardless, she's she worth does. a follow. She's fantastic. Her prices are very reasonable for the stuff that she's yes. doing. She is so, her baskets look, look amazing. Oh my gosh, they're gorgeous. Um, they look professional. Bluebird.gifting.co. We'll put yep. that information on the on the, on the the site as well. So you can go, make sure you go follow yep. her. And that's it. That's our Q&A, Jen. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Thanks to the listeners out there. And hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.